0: I think the modern approach to cowboy coffee is is to treat it like sort of like a french press so get your water up to temp mm-hmm. over that campfire hopefully you've got like a nice little metal kettle or some kind of little pot which you can bring it up to temp either some other device or that device may be big enough to put you know put the coffee in but bring it off boil just like you do a kettle at home you take your water off the boil
1: howdy 101ers Welcome this is Kenneth Thomas and you're listening to Coffee 101. yee You're probably thinking why did he just do all that? It's because today we're talking about cowboy coffee. I have camped before with my good friend Stephen Tribble and uh, so we have actually made some cowboy coffee and um, I don't know. I mean, maybe I pat myself on the back. I, I think we're pretty good at it. And uh, so we wanted to move you from terrible cowboy coffee to great cowboy coffee. So, Stefan, welcome. How are you?
0: Good, Kenneth. Good. Ready for a good little episode about cowboy coffee. Yeehaw and how we can Yeehaw. ride our horses out down the dusty trail <laughs> That's with right. our packs full of... Ground beans. That's ready right. to go.
1: Yeah, that's all we need. I <laughs> mean you don't even need a uh, you don't even need a uh, sleeping bag. You know, as long as you got coffee, then then you are good. Yeah. Um, so let's step back and just for the one on oneers out there who have been under a rock and they may not even know what cowboy coffee is. Um, what is cowboy coffee? Well, in simplicity, it's just water and ground coffee. And, you know, kind of, we'll say, got its name from literally, you know, cowboys out on the range, and they've got their coffee, and they don't necessarily have a filter, nope. um, and they've got a pot, or if they're lucky, they have some kind of pouring device, and they're just boiling water and putting coffee in it, or a lot of times historically, they just had the coffee in it and the water, and they let it slowly get to a boil. Um, And that was cowboy coffee.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, at least, you know, during the research, and even the ways I've done it before, kind of two ways is either putting the water and the coffee together initially and bringing it up to a boil and then setting it off boil for, you know, 30, 30 seconds to a minute or something like that, or bringing your water up to a boil, pulling it off, stirring in your coffee grounds, and letting it steep, you know, sort of, I guess, French press style. Uh, Obviously, but there's no no way to really strain it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I've definitely done it kind of both ways, and I think historically we've kind of read or maybe both ways have been done too.
1: Um, Right, yeah. And so, like, uh, so, yeah, so so I would say the way not to make it is the way that, honestly, and I'm really surprised when I looked at, like, YouTube videos that there aren't, you know, some better, you know, videos out there on how to do this. But I'd say the way not to do it is probably the way you see it most prominently on YouTube yep. is to just put your water and your coffee in there together. Yeah. No. And um, you know, then just kinda let it come to a boil and then let it sit for a little while, you know, yep. with all your grounds at the top. And probably not stirring it and you know. You're gonna get way, way over extracted.
0: Yeah. I think I think the modern approach to cowboy coffee is is to treat it like sort of like a French press. So get your water up to temp mm-hmm. over that campfire. Hopefully you've got like a nice little metal kettle or some kind of little pot which you can bring it up to temp. And then maybe either some other device or that device may be big enough to put you know, put the coffee in, but bring it off boil. Yeah. Just like you do a kettle at home. You take your water off the boil and then actually put your grounds in. Yeah, and I guess if you don't have, uh, you, know, you probably don't have a scale out, you know, a Bluetooth enabled scale out on the, on the dusty trail, but you know, like a good the normal two but a heaping, good cowboy would, yeah, yeah, that's true. The true cowboy would have uh, a, a scale, pack, a scale. I would, mean,
1: that's a quote, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it several yeah. times.
0: <laughs> but uh, I don't, I don't, your your opinion, Kenneth? But maybe probably like two heaping tablespoons, kind of like the old school Mister Coffee way you do it. Yeah. You don't really have a way of measuring, but you know, a, a good little. Two heaping tablespoons probably of, of ground coffee to like eight to ten ish ounces of water. That's probably gonna Yeah. Not that's not exact science, obviously, but that's kind of the rough measurement I would I would yeah I would say to at least start with.
1: Yeah. And before we completely reveal to one ers that perfect cowboy cup, um, I wanna go off on a little bit of a cowboy tangent here. So I am curious, like First of all, do you like westerns? And if you do, do you have any favorite westerns? Like over over time, like any classics or? That's
0: a that's a tough one. I mean, uh, I know growing up, we always had uh, had you know, one of the western channels on. You know, always had like uh, some kind of a like maybe TV Land was airing some old westerns from back in the day or something like that. I think. Those are definitely like Bonanza and stuff like that, like the TV shows of the old Westerns, which, yeah. So you're probably not exactly accurate to how it really was, but, uh, you know, those are the good ones. Those are the fun ones to watch.
1: Yeah. I love a good Western. I would say, um, hands down, by far, uh, one of top three movies of all time as far as favorites for me would be Tombstone. Ooh, yeah.
0: I didn't think about that.
1: Yeah. So That's a good one. Yeah. With like Doc Holliday and, yeah. and, um, um. everybody. Um. I mean, it, I, I don't know. I mean, I could watch it. I don't know how many times and I don't know how many times I have watched it, but like almost everything they say mm-hmm. in that movie is like a classic quote. Right. Yeah. Definitely quotable. Yeah.
0: And then I've always enjoyed the uh, quote unquote special effects and some of those westerns. So that was, yeah. that's, what, that's what always got me. Just from my, my background of what I do. Yeah. Outside of coffee. it's It's fun to watch those Special effects, especially Tombstone. I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, I went recently to um, Universal Studios in California, and they had still, you know, some of those old sets, Western sets, uh, which is kind of cool. You know, knowing a lot of the movies that were, you know, made on those sets was kind of fun. Okay, I've got some some cowboy quotes or wisdom. And I just want to throw some by you.
0: Yeah, I think it's a good one to put to memory, so when you're out making a of coffee, you can...
1: You can just, yeah, throw, throw them out there. out there. Throw this wisdom. Because, out I will say, like, you know, there's something about a campfire that, that does bring out the wisdom in people. Oh, yeah. Something so, like
0: waking up early, crisp, cool morning with the sun rising over the trees or over the lake where you're camping and getting the fire going and yeah. thinking some wisdom.
1: There's, some, there's something... Um, uh mental health is not the right word but there's something uh like zen like almost of of like to me building a campfire yeah um but also you know just like sitting there and watching it i don't know
0: yeah, just looking into the flames mesmerized listening to the crackling yeah just kind of going into a little meditative state as you listen to it and just kind of relaxing
1: yeah exactly yeah,
0: i agree especially if you're sipping a good cup of coffee while you're doing it
1: that's right <laughs> um okay here you go here, here's a, here's a quote for you. Um, this is from John Wayne. Courage is being scared to death and saddling up anyway. Good, solid quote. Good. Yep. Do you agree? I would say so. Yeah. Do you ever have times like that?
0: I would say so. Yeah. Especially when you're venturing out into a new, a new coffee that you're trying out. You know. Yeah. Sometimes you got to saddle up. And just just try it. Just try it. And
1: sometimes you fail. Like sometimes the coffee is terrible. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And then there's other times in life, you know, that people saddle up and, uh, you know, it doesn't have to all be coffee. No,
0: for real reasons.
1: Um, Okay, got you another one. Um, Life is 5% talent, 15% skill, and 80% just hanging in there. Some good math. It is, actually. It (laughs) added up. I actually had to, when you said that, I was like, wait a second, does it add up? Um, But yes, yeah. And I would say that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I might put talent and skill together, but, uh, but yeah, just what hanging it, What in was it again. There. How many 5% five, talent, five, yeah, yeah. 15% skill, yeah. which I don't know how they delineate. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, 80%, um, just hanging in there. I mean,
0: that describes our podcast some days. <laughs> yes, it does.
1: <laughs> um, all right. So let me give you one more. Life is getting up. More than you've been knocked down.
0: That's That one for sure. I can definitely relate to that
1: one. Yep. And you do get knocked down in life. And, uh, you know, coffee, at least for me, can be one of those um, ways that kind of help me get back up, uh, you know, just depending on the situation. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of a geek as far as, like, I really, really love coffee but oh, yeah. people have those other things. Like another thing for me is running. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's kind of like tell people that's my Prozac as far as um, uh, my reboot yep. button. You know, people have their different things, but those are a couple of big things for me. How about yeah. you?
0: Yeah, i definitely say uh, nothing like kind of a little meditating in the early mornings with a good cup of coffee, just relaxing, thinking like that. Uh, I think uh, I enjoy movies. I enjoy films. That's, that's a good escape uh, yeah. to reset. Uh, and then I, I enjoy a good bike ride as well.
1: Okay. Yep. I got you. Um, I got to give one last quote just because I love Lonesome Dove. Mm, yep. That's another classic. Yeah,
0: why, why didn't I think about all these? <laughs> Gosh, I didn't think about these movies in my head beforehand.
1: Yep. Okay. This is from Robert Duvall or Gus. <laughs> yep, old Gus. Um, it ain't dying I'm talking about. It's living. I doubt it matters where you die, but it matters where you live you got to love Gus. That's right. We actually, when we lived in Virginia, um, he's got some land uh, and actually lives, I think, in Virginia. Um, and one of our friends had some land that abutted his land. <laughs> and, and, and she said that one day um, they just get a random phone call. And it was like, hey, you know, this is, this is Bob uh, Duvall um you know my fence is down on this side of the property and i was just gonna let you know and be over there i'm gonna try to get it fixed and (laughs) you know it's like it was just like if he was gus you know in lonesome dove and you know they're like okay bob you know (laughs) you know thanks for letting us know so that's pretty good yeah that's that is as close as i get to uh bob (laughs) duval um but i bet he's a fascinating guy oh yeah um and then, you know, you've got... uh I'm trying to think of others. You've got Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. who had all the classics. Um, Lane Frost, yep. um, who was an icon. Um, that's another good movie. As far as Cowboys go, was it Eight Seconds? Is that the name of the movie? He,
0: mm, yes. I think so. Yep.
1: And then, this is getting a little off-tangent, which we're already off-tangent, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like... Pure Country, yep. George Strait. Mm-hmm. That was another really good one. Yep. So there's a lot of good ones out yeah. there. What, what, we, what we need to lobby for, 101ers, is that in these westerns, we need to see them drinking more cowboy coffee. So if anybody is in the film industry uh, that's listening out there, I want to see that scene in a western. I want to yep. see them sitting around the campfire making cowboy coffee.
0: Or they pull out their custom built Pelican case and they open it up and they pull out a, a scale and a yeah 60 and a yeah as the tumbleweed a, goes yes, by as the tumbleweed goes by that would yeah. even be funnier <laughs> yeah it would be <laughs> it would be I see yeah. a TikTok video in our future us with a tumbleweed going by and
1: yes and it, yeah that would actually make for a good <laughs> I think it would be entertaining but you know I kind of like weird stuff like that. Stick with us. I'm Kenneth Thomas, and this is Coffee 101. Okay, so let's say you have a camping trip coming up and you are in charge of coffee. Look no further than Humble Coffee for your coffee needs. What I would recommend if you're going to do cowboy coffee is to either maybe pick Front Runner, which is our Colombian um single origin medium roast. Uh, I think we do a great job on the campfire. If you want something that'll put a little hair on your chest, then I would suggest base camp, which is our Brazilian dark roast. And if you have those kind of glamping camping type of people with you, then if you want to go foo I would suggest upper 90 or the breakaway. And I think that, you know, any of those ways will get you a good cup of coffee around the campfire. But honestly, just being out in the middle of nowhere is nice, no matter how good or bad the coffee is. But that's my opinion. So there you have it. Okay, let's get back to the show. We can't hold. Yeah. you're off any longer. We have to tell you like what we think is the best yep. way to make uh cowboy coffee. So I'm gonna just kind of run through it real quickly as far as my opinion, and then I'm going to see what Stefan has to say, and then I probably have some other things to say after yep. that. So what I would suggest is if you if you already have a pitcher or something that you know that you can put on the fire um, that you're gonna boil your water in. Um then I would weigh out before you leave home, I would weigh out how much water up to a certain line, you know, that would that you would need. And then from that, I would then figure out what would give you about a one to seventeen coffee to water ratio and bring that specific amount of coffee. So like for example, if it's just an overnight campout then just bring one set of that, one set of those beans in like a plastic, you know, bag, Ziploc bag or something like that. Or if it's two nights, or if you think you got enough people that you're going to have to run through like three or four, you know, uh, pots of coffee, then, you know, individualize it as you're heading out into the wilderness and you know, I'll, I'll be plus or minus on if you grind it before you leave or if you carry with you a hand grinder. Depending on how much you're, how big of a pot you're making, that might be quite a bit to hand grind. But, you know, I'll leave it up to, I'll leave it up to y'all. And so then what I would do is when you get there and whether you're using one of those little, um, you know, Sterno uh, or the little, uh, what do you call the, um? those little campfire stove things that, like, it's almost like a rocket. I don't know. But anyway, so if you're using that or if you're actually using the campfire itself, I would bring the water up to boiling, and then I would let it sit. Now, one thing, everywhere on the Internet you're going to hear, and it's going to say that you need to let it um, sit for, 30 seconds or something like that off bowl before you start whatever. Listen to me, that's not exactly accurate. What it depends on how much volume of water you have. So, the larger the volume of water, the higher the heat capacity, which means the slower it is going to get down into that 195 to 205 range as opposed to boiling water which is around 212 so just have that in mind and if you're really really on top of your game then before you leave the house you would put that water in there bring it to a boil and then time it to see how long it takes to at least get down to 205 so that then you'll always have that and as long as you use the same amount of water and the same equipment then you'll always know that at Two and a half minutes or whatever it is, it'll get down to the right temperature. So anyway, when you get down to where you think the temperature is correct, I would then put the coffee, the ground coffee, in there. And I I personally would probably stir it, uh, and then you may have to stir it again depending on how it settles on the top. Now, some people say, and enough people say it, that I have not tried it, but it probably is true is that to get the grounds to sink, they say put a little cold water on top um, once you get closer to ready so that you don't get all the grounds in your cup of coffee. Um, Try that. Y'all let us know if that works or not. I have no idea if it works, but I've seen it a couple of different places, and it may work. One, One random other thing I'll say is the lighter the roast, the grounds will sink. The darker the roast, the grounds tend to float on top. And so you're going to have, the darker the roast, you're going to have more and more trouble getting those grounds to sink to the bottom. But maybe the cold water thing will help. I have no idea. Um, But that's something to think about and try out. And as far as total time, I would recommend probably three to four minutes. you know, you may have to play that one by ear as far as the the time that the water and the ground coffee have to interact with each other. And then I would just, you know, once you do that and you let the ground settle, then I would just gently start pouring everybody's cup of coffee. And if you have coffee left in there, then I would not leave it in the actual um, pitcher or pot that you brewed in. If you're... A 101-er, you're going to have another carafe somewhere that you brought with you, and you're going to pour the rest of that without the grounds into that carafe for people who want a little more coffee after that first cup so that you're not leaving it in there with the grounds and it gets overextracted. So that's those are my thoughts in a nutshell. What say you, Stefan Tribble?
0: Well, Kenneth, I would just go to the store and get the little red can of pre ground stuff, <laughs> um, just throw it in the pack, uh just take the most random pot that I have at the house, throw some water and some grounds in there and just see what happens. Yeah. No, I think that would take would that would that would be a very terrible idea. That's what people probably have done and think but, it probably tastes terrible.
1: But as an aside, I will say that uh that a terrible cup of coffee, and we've said this before, a terrible cup of coffee in a great venue that's right with great friends around mm-hmm. is always a, still a good cup of coffee i'm
0: thinking a diner place that serves waffles that I, it's yeah. terrible coffee but sometimes it just tastes so good it hits it hits um right. no i would agree with everything you said kenneth um, you know i personally would not have thought about i would just kind of go with the standard probably 20 to 30 seconds off boil i d- would not i like that you know that's you using your chemistry degree there to yeah. to think about the heat transfer and loss there. So, yes, or, or whatever that is. You're the yeah. chemistry person. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I would definitely, I think that's a good a good thing to add. Everything else, perfect. The only thing I might would say is is you could you could double double spoon it and you could scrape some of the grounds off the top if they don't all completely settle, similar to if you're going to be cupping or something like that. Yeah, If there's just a little bit of stuff floating on top at the end, you can always maybe take a little spoon and maybe just get a little bit of the grounds that maybe have not fully Falling down, and the only thing I might would say, depending if, and I've done this at home. uh, This is a little extra, but you could also a little extra. You could could make it simpler and not extra, I guess. If you have a little salt packet or a saline solution, uh, which you know, who who packs a a little bottle of saline solution when or eyedropper? We did, yeah, exactly. You could just drop a little bit of that in there too, and that might could take some of the bitterness away, especially with the unknowns of. Brewing that's happening, you know that uncontrolled environment.
1: So just, what does that do?
0: Just a little bit of salt will take away um, the bitterness and the the perception of the acidity of the coffee. Interesting. Um, yep. Okay. We'll definitely suggest Learn something try. new. Yeah, and then or you could do like the cowboys used to do; they would crush up their old eggshells in there. I read I read that a little bit in some of the research. They would throw their eggshells in the coffee wow. in the water. They said it supposedly. Calcium? Well, that and it supposedly took away some of the acidity and some of the bite from the coffee. But uh, I don't know hmm. if that's either true or not. But I don't know. In the research, a couple places I've read some histories of cowboy coffee, they said they would crush up their eggshells. So.
1: so anybody who's listening to yeah. a real cowboy, like, yeah, let me know play with us. some of this stuff yeah. and, and let us know. Yeah, either through the writings, you can leave a comment. Uh, we read all of them. And the other thing you could do is just DM us on, DM UMBLE Coffee. Yep. On Instagram is probably the easiest place.
0: Yeah, but definitely, I would say try the saline solution. Even at your house, you know, if you've got a really, if you're used to drinking light roasted stuff, and you have some dark roast, um, you know, just put like a drop or two of saline.
1: I may try that, or just
0: a sprinkle of salt as you're brewing in it. See what happens.
1: You know, and as you're um, you're talking about that uh, heat capacity, mm-hmm. the way that I think about it, or the way that it makes sense to me and hopefully others out there is like, let's say you have boiling water and you put like three drops of it in a cup versus filling the cup completely up. Like which one is going to cool faster or yep. get get to equilibrium with right. the temperature outside faster. And it's the smaller volume. Correct. Um, and so, so that, so you'll see all over the internet and, the YouTubes and all that stuff of the world 30 seconds off boil, but that's not necessarily true. Yeah. So
0: that's a lot of times too why even at home you may want to preheat your enamel or ceramic mugs just from the fact that, you know, you're gonna lower your temperature of your coffee almost immediately when you start pouring.
1: You know, there. speaking of enamel mug, I, I I do have to shamelessly like plug um Humble Coffee has a phenomenal, very nice, very nice enamel mug. And uh, of course, I have multiple ones of them. But I have that, that is the cup that I take camping because, like, even when I'm dead, it'll still be here. Correct. I mean, like, it is going nowhere. And I've used it over the fire, I've used it over those little rocket looking things that you use camping. Um, I'll try to. When if anybody follows humble coffee social media, when we when we put out that this episode is coming out, I'll try to put some pictures up of yep. that.
0: Yeah, and this is not your just junky online, yeah, store bought you know enamel mug that we threw a logo on this. This is this took some development.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a company called uh, I think it's called Imalco. Um, they're somewhere in Europe, and um, they're really really good. Yeah. And, and once you see one of their mugs you'll be able to recognize yep. their design. And there's other great, great yep. coffee companies that use them too, and you all are welcome to get their, their mugs yep. too. Like I've seen them with uh, Onyx. Uh, I think I've seen them with uh, Verve. Um, I think I've seen them with several.
0: It's it's a great quality thing, especially to have, even if you're not camping. You know, I, yeah. I, I travel a decent amount, and in my travels and in my kit, that's only my go-to because I know it's not going to get damaged or messed up, and yeah, I just don't like drinking out of a plastic cup. So. Yeah.
1: Well, the other thing as an aside and then, and then we'll let our one-on-ones go is um if you're traveling and you have an AeroPress mm-hmm. then that enamel mug you can press down on as opposed to the paper mug that's in the hotel room. Right. You know, which I've got tricks for that too, but that's another <laughs> that's another episode. episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's all we got today. So you had the opportunity to listen to Cowpoke Kenneth and <laughs> Cowpoke Stefan talk about Cowboy Coffee. Yeehaw, <laughs> Little doggies. So if you haven't already, give Coffee 101 a rating. We would love to hear from you. We would love to know. That you are enjoying listening to goofy folks talk about coffee and coffee education. And uh, we'd love for you to tell a friend about Coffee 101 and think of us and maybe send us a picture, like on or tag us, tag Humble Coffee next time that you're out camping and you make some cowboy coffee. Um, I, I mean, I genu- genuinely would, would just be curious to see, you know where people are camping out there in the world and and how they're how they're you know mastering cowboy coffee um because the environment that it's in and you know the coffee itself are just those are those are two things that i just love like being outdoors and having a great cup of coffee so until next time i'm kenneth thomas and i was joined today by
0: stephen trouble
1: we're gonna ride into the sunset and we will see you next time on coffee One O One. Love y'all. Peace out.